Hello, human family. I'm Jocelyn, and I am grateful you're here. Welcome to the Starting with Gratitude podcast. This is a safe space intended to host heart-centered conversations exploring all topics of the human and spiritual experience. Every conversation starts with gratitude and remains rooted in gratitude. After you listen, make sure to join the community by subscribing and sharing. I am so happy you have joined us. Hello, beautiful podcast community. It's your girl, your host, Jocelyn. Y como siempre, I'm so grateful you are here. And I'm so grateful to love and feel confident in my body again. Now, before we get into this conversation, I just want to acknowledge how important it is that we know two truths. One, the words skinny and fat are not bad words. There is no shame in being skinny and there is no shame in being fat. Two, what matters most is that we are healthy regardless of how our body looks, regardless of the number on the scale. As long as we are healthy, that's all that matters. And good health looks different on everyone. For context, in this episode, I'm going to be sharing with you my personal relationship, my personal journey with my body because woo, it has been a journey. And I feel this is an important conversation to have because we all experience highs and lows with our bodies and how we feel about them as well as how we feel in them. And it's important to know that we are not alone in our experiences, in our insecurities, in our struggles. Over the past few years, I've grown to love and feel confident in my body for different reasons. At first, I felt so grateful to love my body again because it boosted my confidence. I felt less insecure, which was and still is such a huge thing for me, and I'll get into why in a bit. When you spiritually awaken, however, and you realize just how interconnected the mind, body, and spirit is, loving your body hits different because it's not just about the confidence. It's about how not only loving your body benefits your body, but benefits your mind and your spirit too. Our bodies not only gift spirits the human experience, but our bodies are in direct communication with spirit. When we don't love our bodies, when we shame our bodies, when we shut down our bodies, when we lose touch with our bodies, we are also losing touch with spirit. Spirit partly communicates with us through our bodies, through our senses, through our feelings. This is partly why it is so important that we allow ourselves to feel and that we practice feeling with conscious awareness. I expand more on feeling our feelings in episode 39 and 41 if you want to go there. I believe our urges to cry when we feel touched our urges to dance when we feel moved, our urges to jump when we feel joy, our urges to scream when we feel suppressed, our urges to smile when we feel fulfilled, etc. 
is spirit expressing itself through us and again, communicating to us, letting us know what's up. So when we're not allowing ourselves to cry, dance, jump, scream, smile, when we're not allowing ourselves to feel, it's like we're spiritless when we are emotionless because we're not allowing spirit to flow through us. Spirit lets us know when something's not right through our gut, for example, our gut feelings. When we know something or someone is or isn't for us, it's our inner guidance, our inner knowing, our inner wisdom, it's our intuition. More than likely, if you do not have a good relationship with your body, you do not have a good relationship with your intuition. All that to say, y'all, cutting off your line of communication with your body because you hate it, because you shame it, because you don't care for it is, I believe, cutting off your line of communication with spirit. I wanted to share this tidbit on body and spirit because this is partly why I am just so grateful that I love and feel confident in my body again because I have found it to be true that the more I love and feel confident in my body, the more I feel confident in spirit, the more I feel spirit flowing and emitting through me. Again, it is all interconnected. If our body isn't right, our mind and our spirit probably isn't right too. If our mind isn't right, our spirit and our body probably isn't right too. If our spirit isn't right, our mind and our body probably isn't right too. Okay, so let's briefly get into my personal journey. As a young, young girl, I was completely confident in my body. I never really questioned it. My body was simply my body and I was in my childlike joy. I would say come fourth and fifth grade, I began looking at myself and my body differently. I began not liking what I saw because I began to feel less liked for what others saw. At that time, my insecurity was really just my teeth because my teeth were really, really, really crooked. And this insecurity lasted until I got my braces off, which was senior year of college. This insecurity really sucked because it took away my smile. It took away the freedom of my joy. It took away my joie de vivre. It took away the sparkle in my spirit because I really am just such a smiley person. I love smiling and smiling is honestly a part of my piece work. Come middle school though, my insecurities deepened a lot. When everyone was going through puberty, the girls were developing their curves and the boys were attracted to them. And I was seemingly the only one not going through puberty, the only girl with no curves and no boys were attracted to me. Well, that's kind of a lie. I did have two little boyfriends in middle school. Both of them reflected the skinny and short in me. One of them was a cholito. I'll, ne I'll never forget. One day, his sister came up to me ready to fight and threatened me to not hurt her brother. So that one didn't last long. And to be honest, I wasn't really even interested in the kid. I was more so interested in the idea 
in the experience of having a boyfriend, which to be honest, I feel is how a lot of adults are in today's day and age in the dating world, which is kind of sad, but true. The other was a really sweet boy who would write me cute little letters and leave them in my locker, but had really, really bad grammar. That one didn't last long either, probably like a week or so. My insecurity and low self-esteem was really bad in middle school though. It was new and it was intense and it was expanding. It had gotten to the point where I remember to this day wishing so badly that I could be someone else, that I could be someone prettier, someone curvier, someone more liked for how I looked, which is so sad. I was bullied a lot for being petite and quiet and shy. I not only hated my teeth, but I hated my body. I hated how other kids would highlight my insecurities so much that it got to the point where I would just wear long sleeves and sweaters and jackets and pants to cover up my body completely. And this lasted for years. Y'all, I wore a skirt and showed my legs in public for the first time since middle school in my junior year of high school. I will never forget that day. My legs were so, so white because they never saw the sun, but I will never forget the freedom I felt. And it felt really, really good. In high school, as I mentioned, my insecurities continued up until about my junior year where I started becoming more confident in myself, not necessarily because I was loving my body again, but because I just started accepting me as I was. And this self-acceptance really came to be through the friendships I started to develop and made me feel accepted as I was. So shout out to accepting non-judgmental real friends who love you as you are and love hanging out with you and celebrating you behind the scenes and in public regardless of how crooked your teeth are or how skinny your arms are or how hairy your eyebrows are or how white your legs are from never seeing the light of day or Regardless of whatever other insecurity you have, shout out to those friends. Freshman year of college felt like a fresh start for me and my insecure self. I was away from the people and the places that brought me down. So I felt like I gained some kind of independence and newfound opportunity to recreate and reinvent myself. I felt excited and eager to try new things, to be a new me. My dorms were across the street from the rec center and having quote-unquote free access to a newly renovated gym intrigued me. Other than my elementary, middle school, high school gyms, I had never stepped into a gym gym before. 
from what I'm aware of, there's still only two, maybe three really small, not so nice gyms in my hometown. I also never really did sports growing up, so working out my body was completely new to me. I didn't desire to lose weight, obviously, but I was really interested in and excited about the possibility of looking and feeling strong. This is really when my relationship with my body began to shift. We were spending quality time together. It was intentional, it was fun, and it was changing us. Long story short, I got really fit. My body looked different and I loved it. I felt sexy and strong and confident in my body for what felt like the very first time in my whole life. I was having fun experiencing this new bond that I had with my body and witnessing my body change. I got slim and thick with lifting. I got lean and toned with boxing, which by the way, I miss boxing so much. I got flexible and balanced with dance. Regardless of how much I ate or exercised though, my body was nevertheless petite and well, what many would call skinny. And I realized that that is just how my body is built. That is just how my body is. And I realized that that is just how my body is built. And what matters most is that I feel and am healthy. And I did. And I was. Well, kind of. We'll get into that. So I no longer saw petite or skinny as something to be ashamed of, as something to change, because that is just how my body is, and I felt great in it. And feeling great in your body for the first time in a long time feels absolutely incredible. If you know, you know. I will admit, though, that I could have taken better care of myself and my body, because a little too much powdered protein, not enough water intake, and a lot of time spent in the gym eventually led me to experiencing kidney stones, which was and is the worst physical pain I've ever experienced in my entire life. A year and a half later, I got kidney stones again, except this time it was from being in a toxic relationship and experiencing immense mental, physical, and I would even say spiritual stress. Again, it's all interconnected. Both times I got kidney stones, I went from being in the best shape of my life to the worst. I felt like my insecure inner child again. And bouncing back into good health after both times was incredibly difficult because the amount of pain I was in left me unable to eat and unable to walk most of the time. Side note, that second time that I experienced kidney stones from a toxic relationship was the darkest season of my life. It was a rock bottom bottom that I will be discussing with you in a future episode. Having kidney stones was super traumatic for me and my body, but I will say that after those stones, 
I developed a keen ability to communicate with my body, to listen to my body in ways I hadn't been able to before. I became more sensitive, and by that I mean more in tune with my physical senses. And for that, I am grateful. Also, after those stones, I loved my body in new ways. Going from the worst health to good health has you appreciating and honoring and thanking your body differently. When I was first getting into fitness, I primarily loved my body because of the confidence that I was gaining. This time around, I loved my body because of its ability to heal, because of its resilience. When I was recovering and then fully recovered, I felt so loved by my body, by all the ways it was healing itself, healing me. After that and since then, I have just wanted to care for and love my body the way that it cares for and loves me. Loving my body was no longer just about confidence. It was about respect. My body has loved me through low self-esteem and body hate, through abuse and abusive relationships, through trauma, through kidney stones, through COVID, through so much. And through all of it, my body has tried its absolute best to keep me alive and well, to communicate with me. And I'm sure your body has loved you through so much too. And through all of it, your body has always done its best to keep you alive and well, to communicate with you. This respect that I have for my body now has developed an unconditional love I have for it. My love for my body is not dependent on how it looks, on how healthy it is, on whether or not I'm exercising it. I love my body wholeheartedly simply because it's my body and I'm going to journey with it this whole lifetime. I love my body wholeheartedly simply because it truly is so divine. The past couple of years, as many of you may know, I have been in the depths of the most significant and pivotal spiritual awakening. This awakening has been changing me on a cellular and vibrational level that has influenced not only my relationship with spirit, but my relationship with my mind and my body too, because again, it is all interconnected. Daily at-home exercise, neighborhood walks, weekly hikes, breathwork, yoga, meditation have all tuned me into my body in ways I'm so, so grateful for. I've been removing blockages that have been stored deep within my body from traumas, shame, and insecurities. I've been allowing my breath to lead the way of my movements. It's been a very emotional journey. I wanted to have this conversation with you because feeling how I feel in my body now compared to how I used to has had me reflecting a lot about just how important it is that we love and feel confident in our bodies because I know and understand just how much it affects us when we don't. 
And I want to make it clear that this is a lifelong journey. Again, we are in our bodies our whole life and we will go through so much in them. And I don't want you to feel embarrassed or ashamed or bad in any way if you currently don't love or feel confident in your body. When I look back and reflect on my insecurities, on my body hate, so much of it, if not all of it, didn't even come from me. It came from cultural and societal norms that programmed me into believing that I wasn't healthy, that I wasn't beautiful, that I wasn't wanted. It came from mental and sexual abuse that planted seeds of shame and guilt and discomfort. I gift myself and my inner child so much grace because I didn't have the support or the safe spaces or the wisdom that I have now that I provide for and gift myself. And so much of my inner child work, of my inner child healing has surrounded my relationship with my body. We all deserve and are so worthy of loving and feeling confident in our bodies regardless of how they look. And for all of you listening to this, watching this, I pray you do. Your body is brilliant and divine and loves you. It does its best to keep you alive and safe every single day. Your body does not hate you no matter how much you may have hated it. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being here. I love you. I honor you. I appreciate you. If you enjoyed this conversation, if you enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. Send it to a loved one that you feel may need to hear this conversation. And I look forward to seeing you, to meeting you, to feeling you in the next episode. With love and gratitude, your girl, your host, Jocelyn.